0: So what we would do is we would straddle each other. Yes, we
1: would. We're talking about beef. Real beef. High school beef. Hello, everyone, and welcome to High School Beef. I'm Becca. I'm Anna. And we are best friends. Your hostesses were the mostesses. (laughs) And we're going to tell you all the things. A long
0: story of our humble beginnings. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, we figured this podcast is all about beef, you know, with other people. At least, anyway, that was kind of the idea. That's the original concept. But a really important aspect of this is our friendship. And so we thought our first episode, it just wouldn't be right if it wasn't this. It wasn't us talking about mm-hmm. our friendship and our history and and how we have made our friendship last. Over 20 years for sure. You're my longest friend, my yes. closest friend. Yes. Let's start from the beginning. So how we met, kindergarten. Yeah, <laughs> you You gotta set the scene. This is
1: your like slash your mom's story. This is me story. slash Karen's your story. <laughs> Karen. My mother. Her name is Karen. We love her. So, my mom tells me this story. Me and Anna become best, best friends in sixth grade. However, before that, she would be like, Do you know how you met Anna? And of course, I'm like, Fuck no. I've known her since kindergarten. Like, (laughs) in in what world would I remember meeting her? I was like five or six years old. But my mom does. (laughs) My mom has the stories. So, I go to kindergarten, have a great old time come home and my mom is like so what did you do today how was school like you know it's the whole new experience for children like what's going on and I the like the only thing I said is like I met the most beautiful girl in class and my mom's like really what's her name and I said I don't know. I don't remember. And so uh, I was just like, but I really liked her. I think we hung out and like we played together sometimes in kindergarten, I think, based on what my mom says. And there are some pictures of us. So we definitely did. I don't remember it, but we definitely did. Yeah. Yeah. And every day, I think this is literally like the whole first. I I mean, I know kindergarten doesn't have like semesters, but the whole first (laughs) semester. The first quarter of kindergarten (laughs) where we're learning scissors for three months. of kindergarten, I would come home and just be like, man, I really like that girl. I, I don't know her name. And then finally I come home one day and I'm like, oh my God, her name is Anna. <laughs> <laughs> so, Mystery solved. Uh, been obsessed. Love at first sight.
0: <laughs> and I didn't know this until way later. Until my mom told her. <laughs> yeah, my, yeah, she goes, you know, Becca thought you were the prettiest girl in kindergarten, right? I was like, what? What? <laughs>
1: And, Wait, I, and then I'm sorry. I was like, just to set the scene of my mom giving us all the context. So when we do become best friends, my mom's like, Yeah, that tracks. Right, makes sense. Like, you've been obsessed with her for a while. Well, how did we even become friends? Were we in sixth grade class together? We were in Mrs. Donaworth's sixth grade class together. That's right. And we sat near each other because our last names. Right, right. Makes so, sense. Um, and that, that was always like. That's always been our thing. That's, that, I mean, I think that's how I knew you in kindergarten, by the way. I'm pretty sure we sat near each other yeah they usually make it it's always alphabetical so like i think that's how i that's originally how we met in kindergarten as well but
0: then in sixth grade like there's recess right and so i think over time like you and i started choosing to hang out with each other i don't remember how it happened i don't either i have no idea but i just remember we would sit on the grass against the fence we would play american idol love (laughs) Where so we had these two other friends and we were like kind of a little group Called yeah. ourselves the posse. We called
1: ourselves the posse. I know. It was kind of an exclusive group. <laughs> of like four absolute outcasts. <laughs> the four outcasts. Yeah. The four people no one else wanted to hang out We're the posse. Yeah, exactly. Anyway. <laughs> so
0: what we would do is we would straddle each other.
1: <laughs> yes, we would. The three.
0: Me. So let's say me, Becca, and one of the other girls, we would be straddling each other on the ground, one in the front, one in the middle, one in the... That sounds really wrong. But, like, (laughs) can you picture this? I hope you can picture this. Anyway, we're sitting there... We're, like, sitting Leaning back on each other. Yes, leaning on each other, being... Simon, Paula, and Randy at the time. We sat there and one person would get up and audition for us. And like, that was our recess. We would just do that. and We would switch. So it was like a rotation. So the person in the back would get up and audition. Then we'd shift back a well-oiled machine. It was
1: pretty fun. (laughs) And we would imitate the bad auditions. Like, so that was like a big part of it is like imitation. And then imitating the judges in a funny or weird way where like we would make Simon Cowell say something. And you would have to say it. In the accent obviously. obviously and you would have to say something like no I remember one was like
0: watching you perform was like watching a monkey try to swim yes. you have ruined monkeys for me I forgot yes that's an original so you can't take that. it is <laughs> and like paula would have to clap with her palms only like that type of thing so we were good at it it was really
1: like acting really prime acting that
0: was another thing how becca and i really connected was we are creatives through and through we always always always
1: since 12 so
0: i would invite you over we'd have a sleepover and you would be like I had this movie in my head and you would walk me through like my house, like down the hall. Like this is where this scene would happen. And like, you would like turn the camera, the quote unquote camera. And like, be like, and then this, it was, it was so just thought out. I don't know if you were coming up with it off the top of your head.
1: Or I if actually I was, forgot about that. Well, ugh. I forgot that I did that, but I do still live my life as if it's, there, there's a movie. Coming and that's on. cool. And that's how we've always bonded. Like we used to write songs together. We would Make like videos. And I had a channel and we got thousands of hits and views. Hits. Now hits. we're dating ourselves. <laughs>
0: <laughs> bang, boom, bang. All the hits. <laughs> I would do covers on my YouTube channel, but then I would invite Becca on and we would do dare videos. We would take dares from viewers. And those were so popular. From for back in the day, they got like thousands of views, which wasn't common
1: back then. I still feel like it's fucking popular today. So we look at like those videos are I think most of them are now unlisted, yeah. but we still have them. Yeah. We're like literally I'll look and I'll be like 12,000 views and I'm like holy fuck. We yeah. are popular. Are we literally. Like, does everyone know who we are? Like what the fuck? Fuck. it
0: was a time when i started my youtube channel it was like within the first few years that the website was even launched yeah. so like it was it was very very early days that was from seventh grade until high school for sure yeah we were doing that so we've always kind of bonded over like creativity and i mean that that's why this podcast makes so much sense for us to be yeah. the host like our younger selves would be like duh of course they're doing a podcast
1: obviously <laughs> about ourselves <laughs> Well, this episode, you know. We pivot in
0: later episodes. We'll try. We try. But it's really about us. But but really, we're the fucking stars. Yeah, Yeah, if no one will cast you in their movie, make your own. You know what I mean? It's
1: been our motto since... Story of my fucking life. I never get cast in anything. I did theater in eighth grade and got no parts. Well, you got in. That was nice. It's okay, but
0: dreams die. With all that practice in sixth grade of American Idol impersonations, you would think. And I got such good critiques enough.
1: from the judges. <laughs> yes.
0: A plus A. Gosh. Plus.
1: So let's talk about middle school because this is we really, really like solidified our friendship. We yes. were both going through some trauma that we were not understanding at the time because we were, like, 13. Yeah. And every day at lunch, we would... Once we finished lunch, within, like, the first, like, five minutes, because, like, we scarfed down our food, <laughs> we'd go to the track, and we'd just walk around the track, and we would talk about our lives. Every day. Every day. Seriously. I, we I, never ran out of stuff to talk about.
0: <laughs> yeah. I'm, I mean, we still don't. It's no, crazy. Don't. Honestly, for me, it's super hard to open up to people. It always yeah. has been that way for me. It still is that way for me. Yeah. But the fact that you... Were always just so open with me. It made it easier for me to feel comfortable opening up to you too. And like, I need that in. A I
1: always try to do that too, which is why, like, literally, if you meet me in person, I'll tell you my whole life story in the first five minutes. Like, that's what it is. I'm like, okay, before we even jump into anything else, let's just get the context fucking set. You know, like, set the scene. This is who I am, and this is why I am. Let the me way bring I you am. to present day. Yeah, exactly. Like, well, it all started. So I'll tell you everything, and. One of the reasons I do that is because I do kind of test people when I'm like, if this scares you, if my energy scares you, and if me talking about trauma scares you, then like you, we're not going to be friends. Like it can't work. That's what I do. You know, I put all my cards on the table when I meet someone. You've never been afraid to be vulnerable. And I am all the time. Which is weird. If you ask my therapist. (laughs) No, like if you if I want to be friends with you and I know that from the get-go and I'm like you know what I don't just want to be like acquaintances with the person I like them I, I want to get to know them I want to be friends with them I want to start a friendship I want them to have permission to be completely and utterly themselves and I do that usually by being trying to be completely and utterly myself and hopefully that gives people the permission to do the same because to me it's like it's hard to open up to someone when they're not opening up to you and there's definitely been moments in my life where I'm like trying to open up to somebody and then they like don't respond in kind like they don't tell me anything about themselves and I'm sitting there like well, shit, I think I just made an idiot of myself. Like, fuck. So, like, that's why I always do it. Yeah,
0: and and then you know. You know that Mm -hmm. moving forward. Like, okay, I'm not going to really be able to have that type of relationship with this person. Could I be, like, cordial with them? Sure, but if you're looking for best friends, like, you do kind of want to know, can I trust them? Are they going to be open with me? The
1: purpose of a best friend is to talk about life's ups and downs together. And if we can't talk about the downs, then, like, what the fuck are you doing in my life? Yeah, I agree.
0: So, we kind of talked about middle school, and then high school is very similar. I think for us, like, we had a lot of time together like we would get to school early and do the same thing we'd walk around the school at like 6 a.m until like 7 and just talk
1: yeah which is psychotic how did we do that i don't know it's crazy like we got up early just to talk
0: (laughs) whenever one of us was sad we would bring a bag of cookie dough and we would eat it raw
1: yeah we we (laughs) definitely have like our plans we love mac and cheese and making craft mac and cheese together okay the also the thing i love about you anna (laughs) you um is that okay since we were young like let's say I was talking to somebody and Anna had done something like minor that had annoyed me or something and I would like be talking to our little posse and just be like oh my god can you believe and Anna would hear about it later she never like made me feel bad about that so that was always one of the things that i always thought about anna that was like so cool when i'm just like god she's like she's such a good friend like she doesn't get mad about petty shit i feel like i've always been self-aware to a
0: degree where it's like you have always been self-aware
1: complained about i'm like yeah that tracks you know
0: (laughs) (laughs) don't blame you there like that would bother me too and the thing is we when we did talk about stuff we would make contracts. We didn't talk about this. Oh, yeah. But since we were young, we've made contracts with each other. Like when I get annoyed at Anna, I will tell her and we would both sign it.
1: Very legally binding three by five card contracts. They <laughs> <laughs> were all flashcards everywhere. Yes. Yeah. So we, we've always had that dynamic. Yeah. Of like, and I think one of the things that's special about our friendships, our friendship with each other, that is special, that is different from our other friendships, is. We both kind of entered it just very strangely since we were 12 years old in a place of, like, this is forever. I'm loyal to you. We love each other and support each other no matter what. And, like, that was the basis and the understanding just unspoken from the beginning like we've always been on the same page yes, yeah we
0: have had that figured
1: out since the beginning and it's it's always been so easy you yeah know? i don't know how that happened it was and i mean okay so that's also why we will lovingly and jokingly call each other my twin flame i was just gonna say that
0: when we graduated from high school we had different life paths i moved to pennsylvania to Pursue music and uh, live in a basement. And you went to college. (laughs) Yes.
1: I went to New Jersey. Yeah. And I moved you in. Yeah. We definitely did this whole like, yeah, we're going to drive cross country because my family was moving cross country at the same time I was moving cross country for college. So like we did this whole thing of moving in and just like I don't know like a two week trip probably yeah of driving just driving the a U haul across yeah.
0: the states yep it was really fun It I was had a blast fun. and I mean after that though I think that's when our friendship got tested for the first time yeah
1: because we weren't around each other yeah and we were kind of distant yeah so like when me and Anna both ended up in the same time and place is really when it. Like we grew closer together again, even through the times, like when we weren't super communicative with each other, we would always have considered each other like our best friends. And it was one of those things where it's like, yeah, she's my best friend. Like, no, I haven't talked to her in six months. She's my best friend, (laughs) (laughs) you know, like obviously. So when we were finally in the same place and time again after college, Anna was the first one to bridge talking on a regular basis again. You called me because you had good news. You called me and you were like, look, we're distant right now, but I don't really want to tell this to anyone else. Like you're the only person I want to share this moment with. Mm. Like something positive had happened in her career. And she was just like, I don't, care to tell anyone else. I just want to share this with you. And of course I'm like crying and I'm like, I was just getting gassed and I was like, Oh my God, I'm so happy for you. This is so exciting. Like <laughs> this is such good news. Like I am just like, we've really been on this journey together. <laughs> <So we really laughs> had this like emotional conversation. And then we started, you know, hanging out again and again. And then we really even talked more about either past resentments of things that Not never things we resented each other for because we'd already forgiven each other for it, but it was like I just hadn't told you about it, and vice versa. We both had things. Yeah,
0: things from like seventh grade. Thinking back on these things and thinking back then, I was a little upset about this, but now with my like adult brain, with my insight that I've you know gained over the years, kind of realized I know. She didn't mean it that way. With the positive news opening up the doors like slowly over like the next like few months I feel like we were just kind of having more conversations and We
1: were like texting every day.
0: Yeah, we're we're back on it. <laughs> back
1: on. Yeah. <laughs> the regular scheduled
0: ex- programming. Ex- <laughs>
1: literally <laughs> just like a couple years of hiatus
0: literally like we figured out what we need besides mac and cheese and cookie dough now it's like going to the beach at like yes. 9 p.m and sitting there and like yeah eating ice cream or just talking and
1: i mean we still make the contracts of like what we do when we're going through a depressed phase oh my god okay
0: would strongly recommend this to people yeah i would too. there was a point where are you comfortable talking about Suicidal ideation? Okay, so trigger warning for the next like probably five minutes or so.
1: Trigger warning for this entire fucking podcast. Because I'm a trauma bonder.
0: (laughs) Buckle in, baby. You're gonna get real (laughs) fucking close to me. So Okay, in that case then, here it is. Becca reached out and was like, Hey, I'm like really, really depressed. It's really bad. And there are times where I feel like I know. What she needs. There are times where I really don't, and there's always like that slight panic of like I need to know like how to fix this right now. But this time I was like, you know what? Contracts really resonated with us as a let's kid. let's Bring those back. Let's bring it back. <laughs> yeah. And I thought, how fun would it be if we made an
1: alive pact? Yes. <laughs> and so well, because, okay, I was also, like, Becca,
0: come over. Oh okay, yeah. Because the it.
1: context, I'm not the only one in this duo. Oh, I've had suicidal. Oh IDH. hell no! H. I
0: definitely have struggled myself, and so that's why the pact felt right because it was like yeah if we make a pact with each other that we're not gonna like leave each other in this wretched world literally
1: then we're good so (laughs) the alive pact was such a good idea because it was like one of those things that was helpful when it's like it's always helpful for me when i'm going through something to know i'm not alone in that feeling and even though like on a logical level you know that you know you're not alone like tons of people have felt it I don't mean when I feel alone and isolated it's not because I think I'm the only one in the world experiencing this it's because I don't have anyone to reach out to in this moment and I'm feeling this alone by myself right now and I don't know who to bring into the fold and how to even do that like what am I supposed to do and so I feel alone in that feeling yeah, But the pact was one of those th- ideas that Anna had when I was like, okay, not only do I not feel alone in this feeling because I know she's felt this way before a bunch of times and she has seen me feel this way and seen me be numb about this, but also I'm not going to be in it alone and we're going to come up with coping mechanisms and plans for what we do in those situations, which is exactly what our therapist taught us to do. Uh, yes. I mean, my therapist... Loved when she heard. She's like, "That's so cute." Aww. And we came up with like our little like, if depressed, do A B
0: C. It <laughs> looks so legit, yes, but like the points are just like, all right. If Becca sends this message, like you know, th- we had like a word, you know, like send the word, but we can't tell you. it's secret. We can't talk. It's a c- it's, a <laughs> it's a secret. Then. <laughs> Like it's you know there's like a b and c do you want is it the type of night where we go to the beach and we go yes. talk about it is a night where i doordash you some of your favorite some cheese cookie or cookie <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> like what is it this time you know what I yeah mean? Like, exactly because
0: every time you're feeling down it's it's different you want different it exactly. needs different things it's sometimes need.
1: you need a moment of joy and sometimes you need to talk about it yeah and sometimes you don't and sometimes you just need the physical presence of a friend
0: yeah if one of us is feeling sad like the other one is there regardless of like how we need to show up we're gonna be there to show up and i would recommend that to anyone find like that one person in your life that you really do feel like even if you know they don't have the answers at least you feel understood to
1: me a lot of it is like the physical presence where like and that's something me and anna have always been good at where it was like okay even when we're we're young and being shitty friends to each other and we don't know (laughs) it and we're not talking about it or whatever even when that's all happening like right now i just need the physical presence I don't need you to have the answers. I don't need you to be the best friend right now by knowing exactly what to do. You don't need to know what to do, but like just be physically present. And we've always been good at that. Yeah. We hadn't gone to therapy, obviously, when we were younger. Like we didn't know how to be there for each other. She never had to question whether or not I would be there. Yeah. Like I will always be there. Yeah, I will not always say the right thing. Right. And (laughs) literally
0: same. Two of our little instances that we had, one of them, Becca was telling me about this like horrible traumatic thing. And I, like, was there with her, sitting with her. But then I fell asleep. Bitch. And uh, horrible. Horrible. How How horrible friend. could you? <laughs> but then the reverse was, like, I was talking to her about something. And then she started talking about, like, an issue in her life. Like, kind of, like, yeah. redirected. Those were the only things that we brought up to each other, again, way later in life where we were, like, hey, those things kind of hurt. But, like, again, it wasn't, like, a I thought you were intentionally hurting me. It was just, like, at the time it was, like damn it you know I might have needed something that you didn't know to give but the whole point is we were there for each other in the way that we best knew how
1: even if Anna falls asleep (laughs) when I'm in the middle of talking and even if I start talking about myself when she's talking to me we always know the intention is like, I actually am trying to help and I don't know how
0: we've always shown each other that like we will show up regardless of how perfect it yes. will be.
1: And I think the thing that's kept our friendship lasting forever, we just, we forgive each other for things instantly. Yeah. Because an instant grace and it's just never been trust. hard to do with you. Yeah. And yeah. It, that's been, it's hard for me to do with other people. Like it's hard for like, I have so many relationships, friendships, Family relationships and dynamics, where it's like, I don't know how to forgive or let go because of that that element of trust. Yeah. Where I'm like, I know for a 100 percent certainty in all of my heart that Anna would never hurt me on purpose. Yeah, and I can't say that about a lot of other people. Yeah, like a, a lot of people, you're, you're like you have this thing in your head where you're like, are they trying to emotionally manipulate me? Like, is there this ulterior motives? Like what do they want from me? You're thinking all these other things, but that's just never been an issue with us. Yeah. It's never been a concern. Yeah. And so that's why we're able to forgive each other for things that like, I wouldn't forgive other people for. If Anna falls asleep in the middle of a conversation with me, I forgive her. But I can definitely tell you there are friends I have that if they did that, I'd be like, fuck you. Yeah. Like, like, wow. I wouldn't forget. You don't care and it shows. Literally. (laughs) And I know you feel the same about like someone talking about themselves, which is like, you know, kind of a knack of mine. (laughs) (laughs) No, but I 100% agree with you. We've been friends to each other and we've had to learn how to be friends to each other. and all that it took to do it was giving each other grace to figure it out yeah and patience grace trust and a lot of love and just yeah. being like i love you no matter what just a completely unconditional love yeah i know in my life i don't feel like most of love in my life is unconditional Oh my god! but anna i know <laughs> aggressively I know agree. that anna unconditionally loves me no matter what i do and no matter what i say and she's showed me that time and time again
0: plus you know obviously putting in work and like Communicating and working on ourselves too at the same rate. Well, I wanted to segue into this. How do you find a friendship like ours?
1: I mean, our friendship is one of the best things in my life, and it's one of the only things yeah. in my life that I feel like I've done really well. Me too. Like, there's like a lot of things where I'm like, ugh, I suck at this, I suck at this negative self talk. But mine and yours friendship. Fucking killed it. Yep, like We, we did it. Performance <laughs> review, A plus. A plus. Like I don't know. Twenty how. years <laughs> of A. We just did it so well, even when things were bad. Like I don't yeah, even yeah. know how we did that. Like it's actually crazy. And part of this podcast is exploring how that happened.
0: You know, we've recorded a couple episodes. We can't wait to share with you guys. There are moments where, like, we get a little triggered by the past you
1: know just a little just a little i don't even know what you're referencing specifically well no
0: you'll find out you'll fucking
1: find out yeah
0: (laughs) but the cool thing is like i was there when it was happening i know the full context pretty much where you were at back then and where you are now and we can be there for each other through all that we're just very excited to share this share our friendship with you whoever's listening and and you know share these stories because we've been through
1: a lot together that is us that is our friendship we hope you enjoyed getting to know us a little more and that is really the context and like we said we are fucking context setters (laughs) episode one let's just start with the context from here on out we're gonna be talking to other people that we knew in high school talk about beef talk about friendship losing touch fights unfollowing on instagram (laughs) yep Lots of unfollows that were taken very personally. There's plenty to come. We hope you enjoy. We love you for listening. And we'll always be there for you. Yes. Just like we're there for each other. Yes. Loyal. Loyal. (laughs) Hashtag loyal. Hashtag it's a
0: secret. Yes, we didn't do that. We didn't even okay, okay. This is what we'll leave you with. This was our handshake from sixth grade. Ready? One, two, three. Get, Get the twitching, twitching of the fingers. the
1: fingers. Ha! Funny stuff. Oots! Ha 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 ha! I guess she, she just won't come out of her, her little, little shell. shell. It's, it's a, a secret. secret. Shh. <laughs> I love how we act it out. We can't not. I don't. No one can see us. but We're acting it out just for our own purposes. <laughs> It's really a whole sketch. Uh, <laughs> All right, guys. Well,
0: that was episode one. That of was High School it. Beef. We'll see you on the other side.
1: Thank you so much for listening to High School Beef. Make sure to rate, review, and subscribe. Follow us on Instagram and TikTok at highschoolbeef.pod.
0: I'm at carmella.tv
1: on Instagram. And I am at Truly Becca Lou.
0: Theme song written by Stevie Riserbato and produced by Carmella.
1: Thanks.